Welcome to my podcast, DJ Justin Pitlick. Hello, everyone, and thanks for listening. As you may know, the goal of this podcast is to talk about my trifecta of happiness, self-care, music, and business. Today, I have a special guest on the line who's just as excited as I am about this interview. She and I will be discussing business and self-care. She and her husband, Keith, own their own business. She's from Upper Michigan, also known as the UP. She is passionate and loves what she does for a living. On the other hand, she's also dealt with anxiety and she will share with us about how she's coped and how she stays happy. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my friend, Kayla Anderson. Hi, Kayla. How are you today? I am great. I hope you're doing well with all of this craziness that the year has brought so far. Oh my gosh. 2020 is something, isn't it? It really is. I don't know what to think. Oh my gosh. I know. You know, actually, Kayla, that's why I started uh, podcasting. You know, we're all quarantined and, uh, you know, staying home. So I'm trying to stay productive with things like that. And uh, the podcasting has turned out pretty good so far. So I'm really excited that you're with me today. Yes, I am super excited too. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So Kayla, tell us about what it is that you do for a living and and how it got started. Yeah, so my husband and I own a manufacturing company over in Peshtigo, Wisconsin, which is just north of Green Bay. We basically manufacture and customize wooden products for breweries, distributors, and even direct customers. Basically, we make a lot of really unique things and and get really creative on a daily basis. That is awesome. So do you have a growing clientele right now? Right now, it's been a little different with the COVID situation. So we've actually kind of switched things up a little bit, but we definitely are, we're seeing it pick back up to our normal clientele again. And and people are starting to look forward to when we're all back together again and going to breweries and going out to eat. Sure. So do you travel? Where would you say geographically, do you guys kind of go all over Wisconsin? I know you said you currently live in Peshtigo. Yeah. So our business is, it's really not location based. We do a lot within our own community as far as community fundraisers and projects go. But for the most part, our customers are nationwide. Um, We have a distributor in California that works with a lot of breweries and it's really not centralized to one location. So it's really neat when we go on vacation, we'll actually purposely go into new breweries and also breweries we've done work for because it's kind of cool to go in there and see something that we've made. That's super awesome. I mean, you know, especially in Wisconsin, I think it's kind of like that all over the country, to be honest. Everybody enjoys beer. Everybody enjoys that socializing and checking out breweries like that's always the thing for travelers you know tourists and things like that like I love when I go to a new town I think one of the first things on my list is like let's go check out the local brewery you know absolutely I think that you are not alone in that yeah it's always fun and you get to taste samples and you know it's always a good time and so it's really cool that you guys get to see your products in these breweries how awesome is that it is fun we even pretty often will have friends text us if they're at a place and they recognize one of our products and they'll be like, look what we found. And it's just kind of a fun thing to see it somewhere. That is really fun. So again, Kayla, what's your number one selling product would you say to breweries? Definitely our bottle opener coasters. So that kind of is how everything got started, which is crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. My husband was in high school at the time or just got out of high school and he and a friend were hanging out and thought, hey, a coaster would be awesome if it had a bottle opener in it. So knowing Keith, he probably went up to the shop like 
that night and started working on a prototype because that's just how he is. And he ended up making them and kind of cold calling some places and saying, hey, I have this new product I just came up with. Would you be interested in trying them? And still to date, that's definitely our most popular product. And getting into that brewery space is really enjoyable because first of all, we work with really awesome people. They are typically not huge corporations and they're really into community. They're really into the environment. So our products really play into that well and they're just enjoyable to work with. So it's definitely fun. And that also led to creating things like bar signs and tap handles. And we even make wooden puzzles and stuff like that. So we make a lot of fun, creative things. That is so awesome. I mean, it just sounds like it's very creative and it's very lucrative. The breweries and stuff, they're not going away, especially when... Um, the locals and the travelers support them. So with that said, that sounds like a lot of job security on your guys' end as long as you keep staying creative and keep selling your products. Yeah, that's been one of the main challenges, I would say. It's definitely a, a good problem to have, but we have so many awesome customers that have come to us and said, hey, what else can you do? Like, we want more of your stuff. They come up with all these crazy ideas and it's fun to be able to take their ideas and turn them into an actual product that they're excited about. That's so cool. So Kayla, you kind of mentioned it earlier, but you said Keith came up with this idea, like, you know, this coaster slash bottle opener. Would you say what exactly got you into your business? Was it that? Well, basically he grew up surrounded by manufacturing. So his grandpa and his dad both still own manufacturing companies. And he was the kid that was up at five in the morning running lumber with his dad before he got dropped off for school. So he he was definitely submerged by everything related to business and related to manufacturing. So probably it's somewhat in his blood. And then basically how it all started is in 2006, I believe, they were walking around at a machine show and they saw this little laser and now it's what we call the little machine and they ended up buying it and he did a bunch of community projects and it was kind of a unique thing for a high schooler to be doing these fundraiser projects projects and custom projects for people. And he really liked the artistic side of it and whatever ideas he had, making them into a real product. So later when the coaster came about, it all played into that because he could then take these coasters he was making and customize them with logos or artwork. So it all just kind of meshed together. And then I came into the picture. And you're like, yeah, I'm totally in. Let's do this. (laughs) Not quite. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, it it kind of was funny. I would say it was all coincidental because if you would have asked me 10 years ago, hey, do you think you're going to be working in manufacturing? I would be like, um, no, you are out of your mind. (laughs) (laughs) That's the last thing I (laughs) want to do. Right. Exactly. Well, and I knew nothing about it. So when we got married, Keith was very into the idea of working with whoever he ended up with. And I was like, I don't know about that. But I was basically just out of high school and didn't know what I wanted to do yet. I actually got my real estate license in Michigan, but I wasn't really passionate about it. And my dad and I considered buying a franchise and I was all over the map with it. So I just wasn't sure. So I thought, I'll try this and we'll see what happens. And honestly, it was super overwhelming at first. Absolutely. You know, a lot of things when you first jump into it, they're overwhelming. Absolutely. You guys started this business at a young age for the average 
average person. I did so many things, Kayla, until I discovered DJing, you know, as a passion. And it's something that I just kind of fell into in life. A lot of times we do that. We don't have this book with the chapters of what's going to guide us. We have to kind of figure it out ourselves and you got to take those risks. But once you do, it's so rewarding. Once you're finally happy and you're like, you know what? You wake up every day and you're like, I love what I do. And I think that makes life a lot better. I absolutely agree. I think it's pretty rare when somebody actually enjoys what they do. And loving this actually surprised me more than anything. But people will ask me, oh, do you think you're going to keep doing this and keep working with Keith and keep owning your business together? And I'm like, absolutely. I get to go to work every day and do something I love doing, work with customers that are fantastic. And I get to work with my husband and both of my dogs. So honestly, you're exactly right. Sometimes you fall into something and there's no manual, but it all works out. Yeah, absolutely. People will go to college. Some people don't go to college. You know, there's so many things that can determine your future and your happiness. And like I said before, you know, if you love what you do and you have a passion for it, man, I tell you, life is so much easier that way. Absolutely. I look forward to every single day. I love my job. I love what I do as a DJ. And that's how we met. It is actually. I was thinking about this last night. I'm like, how did I meet Justin? And you actually stood out like so much to me because as I was thinking about it, I was laughing because I'm thinking about all these crazy requests we have and we're running up to your DJ booth and and for some reason I can't even think of another DJ I've met that is truly passionate about what they do and they want people to be happy and dancing and having a good time and that was like immediately apparent. I actually remember that we requested a song and you didn't have it and you literally went on iTunes and bought this song that you probably never played again but it stood out so much in my mind that you have have this passion for wanting people to have fun. You are so kind. I absolutely do. That really is the truth. A lot of people are in their jobs for money. A lot of people I think are in them for the wrong reasons. I DJ because I love it and I love making people happy. And that is the ultimate feeling to go to a wedding or any event and see the smiles on my clients' faces when the night's over with. And you make new friends. And your group, Kayla, you girls are just so much fun. Oh my gosh. Uh, We've had so many good times and actually the first time we met and I think the second time led to you DJing my best friend's wedding which people still talk about how much fun that was I can't think of a single other wedding I've been to where we had as much fun dancing all night. I still go back and look at some of the videos actually I have them saved (laughs) and I'm like oh yeah (laughs) it was such a good time but uh, all right, Kayla back to our uh, original topic talking about your business I have one more question for you it might be kind of a challenge. Where do you see this business that you and Keith are in? Where do you see it in 10 years? Oh man, that is a challenge. Well, over the past, especially five years since we've been in this together, we've really pushed to keep growing. And so almost every year we've purchased a new machine, which has been stressful with they're expensive. It's a lot of upkeep, but basically we want to keep making our customers happy and we want to expand on what we can do. And we both really like what we do. So it's worth it to take that risk. So I guess I would say I I would like to keep expanding and keep challenging myself because that's one thing that I love about what I do. It's it's never dull. And another kind of major thing that especially Keith is passionate about is he eventually wants to kind of transition into a space or maybe an additional space where we're not just making a product that puts a smile on someone's face. He is really passionate about making a difference and doing something that promotes positive change. So 
So I don't know how that'll play into the 10-year plan yet, but it's definitely on both of our minds. And we actually got a very small taste of it this spring with the pandemic. At first, we were both kind of in a little bit of a panic. We're like, well, what now? Because the breweries are closed. Our normal customers are not going to be, we thought it could be till the end of the year. And Keith had this just super strong urge to help after he saw how the country was pulling together in this time of need. So, I mean, he spent probably two weeks just trying to source material. And we ended up working with another local company to manufacture PPE for healthcare workers, which was just a really cool experience. It felt good to do it. And it was nice to work with other people that were all joining the force to help during this crazy pandemic. Good for you guys to adapt to the situation and then be such a help with the PPE that you were manufacturing. How awesome is that? I mean, that is exactly what the country needed at the time. It was really fantastic. It was cool to be a part of it. And this is probably silly, but when I think about it, I'm like, I think it's neat that one day in who knows how long, if we have grandkids and they ask about what happened in 2020, I think it's cool. We can kind of look at it from a different perspective where we got to see how everybody was helping. And we weren't just watching the news thinking, you know, the world is ending and all these bad things are happening. We really got to see a positive side of how everybody was united in trying to get everything that needed to be done, done. That's so awesome. Gosh, it's amazing that you guys have helped and brought such a positive influence to the people around you. And we need more people like that in this country. And we all know that we got to keep staying positive. And 2020 is a year that we will definitely remember years from now, like you said. No kidding. It is. It is like something else. I mean, we see the jokes, like the memes on Facebook and online, and it's funny and everything. But at the same time, it's like, wow, this is incredible. This is typically not how it is. No, it is really crazy. And I think that we've seen different sides of everybody and, and super good and bad and ugly. And it's been just crazy. It has been. Speaking of that, Kayla, the pandemic of the coronavirus has definitely brought upon a lot of anxiety to so many, Mm -hmm. so many people. I myself suffered a little bout of depression. I got through it, but it was tough. I mean, it's affected us in so many different ways. Uh, You know, you and I have talked about anxiety and things like that. And Mm -hmm. this is the second part of the trifecta that I've been discussing with all my podcasts. I talk about self-care, music, and business. We're going to move on to the anxiety part. Kayla, if you don't mind, why don't you share a little bit about what you have dealt with anxiety? Sure. Um, I think, unfortunately, more people are affected by anxiety today than not. There's just so much pressure and in the world and there it just is crazy it's easy to get overwhelmed and it's easy to have kind of a mental health crisis so for me I've dealt with it for a long time it kind of started with an unexpected death in our family when I was a teenager and later in life I really dealt with it when I had some health problems while also trying to grow this budding business so it was really stressful oh I can only imagine challenges come at us when we least expect them right right? That's what life is. It's so hard not to have anxiety because there are triumphs and there are tragedies and they never come when we expect them, do they? So true. Well, let's say like, you know, today I'm interviewing you on Wednesday, right? So I've been looking forward to this day, but 
it absolutely is possible that I could have gotten a phone call this morning about a tragic accident or something, right? You always try to prepare yourself, but there's really no way to do that. Anxiety definitely plays a huge part in that. But I myself, Kayla, have struggled with anxiety for a very long time and I've learned different ways to cope and deal with it. Believe it or not, you know, I'm a DJ and you know, I'm a people person, but for a long yeah. time I suffered from social anxiety. It was really bad. It's incredible how crippling it can be. Yes, that is so true. It's mindfulness. It's getting outside of your head. You know that saying, you know, get out of your head. That is a very scary place to be, especially some more than others. And, you know, for those of you who are listening that are struggling with anxiety and depression, any sort of mental illness, there's always going to be a better day. It always comes. I'm speaking from experience. I've been through it. One of my favorite sayings is, if you're going through hell, keep going. Yep. Keep going. I 100% agree. Absolutely. And you just have to keep on pushing through even when it seems the hardest. So it's cool that you and I can relate to that, Kayla, that we both have suffered from anxiety. It's always nice to see that you're not alone in that. Absolutely. That's something that I definitely used to not talk about at all. And it wasn't even that I felt any sort of shame around it. It just was something I felt like I shouldn't be feeling like this. And to talk about it is the only way people heal and they realize they're not alone. Otherwise, it just festers. It does fester. That's a good word for that. What tips do you have, Kayla, to overcome anxiety and what has worked for you? Sure. Well, over like many, many years, I think I tried every single supplement ever that was supposed to help anxiety. I tried meditation. I tried yoga and exercise and different medications. And I mean, you name it, I probably tried it. And I think I think that part of it is I let myself kind of get through some unresolved grief that I had and kind of let time play its part. But also, I think I finally realized that I kept on letting myself get burnt out and I was beating myself up for it. And I finally realized I can't do that. It's okay that I can't do everything. I can't be traveling for these appointments, health problems, and also be working 60 hours a week. I can't. I was stretched too thin. So I think finally, I just was able to take a step back and let myself process the feelings. If I need a bad day or even two, I let myself have it before I pick myself back up. And and it's not necessarily an easy thing for me to do because I'm pretty ambitious as a person. And so it kind of getting burnt out is the name of the game if you're like that. So um, it definitely isn't worth it. It became a slippery slope by felt like it was too much. So for me, kind of the biggest deal has been finding things that I really enjoy and that are reasonable to do on a daily basis. Instead of working until late, I'll come home a little early and play fetch with my dogs. I'll get outside. I'll go up to my parents for a weekend and that's really like where I feel at peace and I feel mental clarity and mostly just letting myself work through those feelings and not shoving them down and making the time, even if I don't have it, to do something that gives me mental clarity and really I can feel improves my mental health and my anxiety. Some amazing tips there. It's incredible how you've learned the tools to help you cope when you're having a hard time. And I agree with everything you're saying. I think it's just wonderful. You guys, if you're listening, go back, rewind the podcast. These are some great tips from Kayla and I couldn't agree more. You touched on having a bad day. We definitely have bad days. You don't want that. That's another thing. Uh, It's not as bad as a tragedy, but you can just have a crappy day. You can have a crummy day for no 
no reason, right? Absolutely. There doesn't have to be something that happens to you to make you have a bad day. It can just happen. You're in the wrong mindset. Your food's not tasting good. You're trying to open a package and you want to rip it to shreds and throw it up against the wall, right? The little things to me are always the big things too, because those add up. And then you just kind of realize, you know what? I'm going to throw in the towel in and I'm going to just restart tomorrow. And I think for me personally, recharging my batteries is such an important thing. I get on low power mode, like a cell phone. I like to say I'm on low power mode today. The little battery is yellow. It's plugged in and I'm charging all day. There's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. You can have lazy days, have a Netflix day all day and do what you want to do. And that's what I do to recharge because you can't burn the candle at both ends 24 seven. You will get burnt out. Absolutely. Like you mentioned, spreading yourself too thin and, and you learn those things. Unfortunately, we have to go through these things to learn. We always have to experience it. That's the best teacher. Yeah. It's easy to look back and think, you know, why didn't I think of that now? But like I said, there's other things always to process for me. My anxiety stemmed from something different than yours or the next person or the next person. So a huge component, I think, is not beating yourself up and giving yourself that time because you might be working through feelings you don't even know that you have. And being hard on yourself is absolutely not going to help. No, I've said this in another podcast, too. Okay, so when you're really down and you're feeling you're just feeling crummy, the things that you say to yourself, do you think your best friend would say that to you? Never. Right. No. It's one way to put it in perspective. That actually is a great thing. That's a really awesome way to look at it. Well, picture you and your best friend. You're having a bad day and you sit together and you're having some ice cream or you're having a beer or a cocktail to just calm down and relax. And you're spilling your guts. You're saying, this is what's going on. And maybe you're crying. You're going, this is happening. Do you think your friend's going to look at you and say, well, suck it up. I mean, you've got to figure this out. No. And self-compassion is like the number one thing. The hardest thing is it's like we are programmed to think negative. We automatically think negative. That's just a human reaction and be hard on ourselves. So we always have to kind of fight that and look back and go, you know what? It's going to be all right. Like things are going to work out and be, be good on yourself. When I'm DJing, when I'm working, doing weddings and things, there are things like I'll say on the microphone, I'll be like, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Smith coming down and then I'm done. Right. And I'm going, wow, did I sound like an idiot? Well, no, I didn't. Like, like <laughs> right. everybody, nobody, every, nobody, no, nobody thought, thought that. that. Only I did. I was the only person out of 325 people in the room that thought that. So yes. that's the point. It's like, just ease up on yourself, you know, hit the brakes and go, yeah, I'm going to be fine. You know, yeah. I think that's what builds confidence. So. Kayla, we're going to wrap this podcast up. I really enjoy talking with you. I can feel your passion. And I just want to say congratulations on so many things that you've accomplished. You are turning 25 years old. That's it. Yes, 25. Ladies and gentlemen, she's only almost 25. I mean, come on. Like, I didn't figure out what I wanted to do until I was like 31 years old. But that's how it goes. So hats off to you and Keith. Thank you. For your business. And I wish you guys so much success. And you know, I hope that we keep in touch. So yeah, it's been too long. Absolutely. So Kayla, what would you say your passion is? I have many passions. I, um, I'm kind of the type of person that I do everything all out, but I have to be passionate about it. So I would say in life as a whole, my greatest passion is definitely family. I have by far the most supportive, loving parents ever. And they're just incredible. And my husband works super super hard every day. I have awesome dogs and our entire extended family is amazing. So 
I feel super lucky in that sense. And it's a big deal to me to be able to to give to them and to make my family happy and spend time. So that's definitely a big thing. And I also feel really lucky that I absolutely love going to work every day. So I would say those two things are probably the main things that I'm most grateful for and probably most passionate about in life. That is so fantastic, Kayla. I'm giving you a hug through the phone right now because I just love that. (laughs) Also giving you a hug. It's wonderful to hear that. It's been inspiring talking with you. And I hope our listeners enjoy this too. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm DJ Justin Pitlick. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Have an awesome day. 